Hey, it's Kara, and welcome to another episode of the Kara Bullock Podcast. This episode is sponsored by the Kara Bullock Art School, where you can take online classes from your favorite artists to inspire and support your artwork and business. We also have tons of free resources such as podcast episodes, videos, and PDFs to get you going on your art and business journey. Lastly, we have the most encouraging and supportive artist community. Here you can share your work, find out what is going on with other artists, have discussions, promote your business, and more. The best part is that this community is absolutely free. Learn more at carabolicart.com. Use code podcast to get 20% off of your first online class. This week on the podcast, I am so excited to present to you all my fellow artist, colleague, and friend, Robert Kelly. In this episode, Robert and I talk about what daily life is like for him these days during a pandemic. He has three children that he helps to support at home and away from home. He also has a mother that suffers from Parkinson's and dementia for whom he is the primary caretaker. Robert gets real about what this has been like for him this past year. Robert discusses his addiction to alcohol and how that piece of his life has affected his artistic journey. He openly shares about these struggles and when it was time for him to say enough is enough, let's do this art thing. It's now or never. Robert is a huge believer in following your path and doing what you love. He always says that if you love to draw animals, do that. If you love to draw plants, do that. You should just do you. We discuss the various traps that artists fall into and ways that we can continue on doing art for ourselves. Robert also talks about being a person of service and how this has been one of his greatest joys to just give back to others. And as his friend and colleague, I can attest to him being exactly that. He is such a man of service. Lastly, we talk about some exciting current and upcoming events that you can participate in with Robert. If you haven't taken a workshop or online class with him, I highly recommend that you do so. He has four online classes available on the Carabolic Art School, and we just released his newest Charcoal Portrait on Canvas, and this is incredible. I can't wait to try it myself. This episode of the Carabolic Podcast is chock full of personal details about Robert, and I'm so grateful that he was so willing to share them with you all. So grab your cup of coffee and listen in as we start off our conversation a bit loosely because we forgot we were interviewing. Whoops. <laughs> and we just started talking like we always do. Here's Robert. I wanted to record us like side by side because I may put some of these on. Might be fun to have this on like my YouTube channel. Let's go. You know, yep. but I, I, the video is really just so that it's more of like a natural experience where we can, you know, see right. each other. And rather than, Hi. I mean, you and I on the phone, it's natural, but hey. for someone that I might not be as good of friends with, you know, this actually isn't natural. I feel like it's weird. It is. It's, it's more natural to be on the phone. It is. Carrie, you look like a DJ up there with that microphone and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yo, yo, yo. Mixing <laughs> <laughs> here pretty soon. I know. Um, look at my messy office. This place is like collecting so much clutter, but look at, I just happen to have your beautiful uh, charcoal piece in the background there. I see a lot of people are jumped on that and are starting to do it on. Yeah. 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 That's pretty cool. I know AJ, he just messaged me yesterday. Remember AJ? Yeah. And he was like, 
thank you so much for Robert's new class. I learned a lot. He said the biggest thing he learned was patience. You know what? He sent me the same message or similar. But I'm like, how did he, how did he glean patience from me? Maybe, maybe I looked like I was patient. Uh, I think time. Yeah. Because I mean, that it's like 10 hours. Oh, maybe that's what it was. Yeah. It's, it's a lot of, because, you know, it's long. And I was, I was hesitant to like put all of that in there because I was like, oh my gosh, 10 hours, you know, working on the same piece. But I don't know. I'm all about like giving people exactly what it is. So there's no um, mystery or confusion or like, this is how long it took. You know, if you, if you speed it up or you pull parts out of a video, I think for the, whoever's watching it, they don't get the real picture. They don't see the full picture of how long it really takes to do that. You know, and if, if you, if you condense it down into three hours, person might think that that only took you three hours to create. And it's just not the case, you know? And and I wasn't thinking either Kara, that, um, that we just did that one piece. Usually there's a couple of things I didn't So it's maybe it seemed like I was extremely patient, but you know that I'm not right. I think you are, but really, I mean, yeah, you know, I I think so. I threw a piece in the garbage can the other day. Oh man. Well, and then, and then, and then did I you pull felt, it out. No. Cause I tore it up. I was, yeah. I was just, I was just having a bad day and I was irritated. So oh. I, I ripped it off my board and threw it in the garbage can. And the next day I felt so bad that I, re, <laughs> I redid it. The last piece I just posted. Yeah. The girl that's kind of in the corner. I love it. It's so I, awesome. That piece. The first one I started went in the garbage can and I felt so bad that I pulled it back out. <laughs> I felt like a little bitch, right? And I pulled it back out. I'm like, I'm going to make this work. I'm going to make it work. Did, did you feel bad? Did you feel like you were throwing a person away? Or what's oh, the... I just, I felt, I just feel like I've come far enough to where I can salvage stuff. And if I uh, have a problem, I can see it. But I think this, this, this transcended beyond just not turning out the way I wanted. I think I was just having a bad emotional or mental day. Yeah. And I just was taken out like my aggression on the poor piece of paper. And I threw it and got ripped it. I had fucking ripped it up, Karen threw it in the garbage. But you know, at the same time, like I'm starting to come and this is what I tell people too. Like not everything's supposed to be a masterpiece. Not everything's supposed to be a piece that you put up on a wall. Everything is supposed to be a lesson. Some of those lessons end up being amazing and others maybe are meant for the trash or yeah. be ripped up. Why not? One of the biggest things that I think I'm learning of late, and 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 I'm looking at my my path as, and, and I'm just saying from a technical or a skill set, yeah, place that I've, I'm kind of at this 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 plateau, if you will, um, or an impasse, if you will. If i for me to go to where I want to go, I have a whole bunch of brand new challenges that. You know, I have problems in areas where I didn't have areas before because I needed to get there to see what they were. Right. And I have a whole host of stuff that I'm trying to accomplish. Like you can no longer get away with this because you've come that far. Right. You address it. So what's happening is I'm finding myself frustrated a great deal. Right. I'm trying to figure this stuff out. And like I told you the other day, one of the things that I've been doing to um, 
to circumvent that frustration is as I draw on my moleskin just about every night. Right. You know what? Hold on. Before we get going on this, I need to like welcome you. And so we should do that. So it's like a proper, it's hard to be proper with you, dude. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So uh, just we'll get started here and then we'll go because we will talk about that. But um, it's weird. I feel it's unnatural to do this, but uh, Robert, welcome to my podcast. Thank you for having me. This is awesome. I'm so happy to have you on the podcast. And, you know, we've just, we've worked together a lot. We've become good friends. So naturally I feel like you should be, you know, one of my first uh, interviewees. So I'm super happy to have you here. And, um, and I'm a first timer too. I've never done this before. I mean, I've done a lot of stuff, you know, little clips and stuff, but never a podcast. I mean, I feel legit, right? We are legit now because right. we're on a podcast. And you know how uh, how technologically illiterate challenged you are. <laughs> That's putting it lightly. I'll get there. Good thing I have good friends like Saul here at the Catalyst to help me. Out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so tell me, we'll get back to what we were talking about, and I'll probably include what we already talked about because it's good yeah. stuff. But um Tell me what's going on lately, like just a little bit. Let's start with like, you know, how's life in pandemic? <laughs> how's life in pandemic? You know, I, I I think for me. What's this last year been like for you? Actually, it's been pretty decent. You know, it's been yeah. good. I, I Okay, we're going to take, well, I'll try to separate out the um, the artistic component from it from the life component. Yeah. Um, let's go personal life first. So personal yeah, life, personal life. You've, you've got been, three kids, you've got I, your mom in a nursing home. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, let's yeah. talk. What's that been like? Um, let's, let me address my kids first. Um, the kids are, I, I'm fortunate. I have good, I have an older daughter as I'll, I'm sharing this with the audience. Carrie, you're right. uh, my oldest daughter is 29. She lives on her own. She lives in the Bay area. I'm in for people who don't know, I'm in like, in the valley in central northern central northern part of the valley northern california he lives in stockton uh, everybody in stockton, the 209 <laughs> yeah represent right um anyway so you know she takes she's got her own life and she handles it pretty well and my two younger ones are in high school and they've been doing the online thing and right and um it's been hard for them but you know they they they're pretty they're pretty good kids and um so rowan's your son and he's how old um, Rowan is 15 and, a, 15 and a half and he okay. is a sophomore. Yeah. Um, he's a really, really super good student, very conscientious, um, extremely good baseball player. Um, so he stays, keeps it very active, very social. He, so he stays really busy. Plus he does that gaming. PS4, PS4. Yeah. Him and Brady. I don't know if Brady. he and Brady have played for a while, but he's such a, he's so sweet with Brady. You know, he he's lately he's been, uh, because he's, you know, they're, practicing and conditioning for baseball and he's into weight training and stuff like that. So he hasn't, so been on, he hasn't been on um, his game until like later on at night. So, right. And Brady, so, maybe it's, you know, yeah. going to bed at that time. I, I last night, like, I'm like, dang, dude, what are you doing, man? It's like midnight. And he, I mean, he probably needs to like, why, you know, wind down. Maybe gaming does that for him. Like, you know, Kara, and, and, and I say, you got school tomorrow. And he's like, he always does this. He pulls his headphones off. says, dad, if you looked at my report card and I have nothing to say when the kids got straight A's. Yeah, know? seriously. So, um, he's doing, well, you good. know, Charlotte, I also have Charlotte. She's the same age as Roe. Right. And I mean, you know, sometimes I'm like, what time do you go to bed? Oh, midnight one. What? You have to get up in the morning school. And she's like, mom, all kids, my age stay up this late. And I'm like, well, I don't think so, but also straight A's. So it's like, yeah. 
And you know, when, with what's going on right now, it's like, I hate to, if, I don't know if, if she's up chatting with friends, like, you know, what do you do? It's, I don't know. No, I, I I just kind of let them let them be. Um, it's kind of a really precarious time for these guys. Yeah, and I know. I'm not going to put a bunch of rules on them. Both he and Carson, they both get themselves up. I don't have right. to. Hey, wake up! They do their thing. Um, you know, and awesome. Then, and then also being at home is like sometimes they'll have breaks. Like the teacher will have to go do that. So instead right. of in the classroom, my kids freaking close their eyes and go back to sleep for five or so. Does Charlotte sets her alarm? Yeah. <laughs> That's so, so funny. Whatever. It's just a weird, weird way of being. And then it's Carson. so weird. Carson's a, I'm kind of bummed for her because she's a senior. So she's I know. in her senior year at, yeah. at, at, and online. But she hasn't really shown like she's, she's disappointed, but she's not showing it. Her grades right. are up well. She works a lot. She works for Starbucks. She's really down with that. She's got her car. She's got her, she's got her little guy friend. Oh, is you know her little her little friend so um i haven't heard about this one we'll have to talk we will we will yeah um you know and she's kind of uh got her eyes on um going into a nursing program because that's what she oh right do. right mm-hmm. so she's getting dialed in with that but for the most part the kids have been good um you know then i got my mom's situation you know with with her dementia and, and this right this, this corona thing um it really took its well. It's taking its toll on her and, and and me as well because I I'm her basically her even though she doesn't live with me or anything like that she's in a facility I'm I'm the go to guy I'm the caregiver right. if you will or the guy yeah. that all the decisions so that's been hard because she, with dementia um she really doesn't comprehend what's going on she has an idea of what's going on but not the severity of it or the why can't you do this and why can't you do that? I mean, she calls me, I mean, I talk to her on a daily basis and a lot of times she's crying and saying that her bags are packed and she's at the door for me to come get her. I've told her that before and it's hard and then it's hard for me. And I find myself, one of the things I find myself doing, I feel a little guilty for is, is I talk to her on a daily basis. The facility that she's at is not very far from my home, even though I can't go see her, I go take her stuff and whatnot, but, but I call her on a daily, right? And some days, and I'm just being honest, some days I don't want to call. And for the right. simple reason is I don't want to deal with it. It's just, it's heavy. It's, yeah. it's so friggin' heavy. It's unbelievable. You know, when I, I feel helpless and, and then I, I fall into this mode of guilt, even though it's like, I, I'm doing everything I can, but I still feel that guilt. And then here's the interesting component. And I'll kind of segue back, back into being an artist. Then it takes me time to come out of that guilt, to come out of that dark place, if you will, to get back to being creative. And you know what happens, guys, is sometimes that day is just over with. Right. I mean, I can go into my studio and I can clean up and I can stare at my my easel or stare at a pad or stare at a canvas and nothing will come out. And I've really had the challenge through this whole, I'm going to go back to the pandemic, is to for me to, how do I stay focused and how do I stay creative and during this and inspired we'll talk a little bit about inspiration when we get to the point but through this stuff and not let it take me um I think me I'm a a little bit um I think I'm I don't want to say hypersensitive but I'm a little bit emotional creature a little bit yes you are and, and and 
and I, I get affected really, really quickly by things. Right. And, and I'm trying, you know, through this whole thing as I'm not just the pandemic through, but my whole life and I'm trying to be a little bit more responsive as opposed to reactive to everything. And, you know, right. to draw boundaries and, and, um, to compartmentalize my life and not in a bad way, but it's like, okay, you got your mom over here. She's going through what she's going through. She's getting help. You're doing the best you can. Da, 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 da. And then now you got your kid's situation over here, whatever. And you got your recovery component over here. And then here's your work time and your creativity. And what happens with me is they just kind of all mash up and they become one big mess. Right. And I can't, and it's like, you've got it. You've got to keep them in their places it's like structure. You've got to have the structure set in place. I mean, man, I can relate to that after, you know, holidays and then we got COVID. So we were all home for a month, no schedule in pajamas on the couch every day. I mean, it's depressing. You don't feel motivated. You don't want to do anything. And so like the day Brady finally was able to go back to school, Claire's still home. She gets to go back next Monday because her school, it's like, you can't go for like a month if it's been in your house. Here's that. Um, <laughs> but I got myself on a schedule and I'm like being very strict about what I am allowing myself to do and when and bedtime. And you know what I mean? Yeah. But like schedule or compartmentalizing, however you put it, like it keeps you sane. It keeps you productive. It gives you time for yourself, which is what you need because that inspiration comes when you have that time with yourself. Yeah, absolutely. One you of know? the things I do care is, is, is I, I, um, because my, I, my studio is at my house, as you know. So it's like, I'm always there. Right. And, um, not a bad thing. I, I no. can't wait for a studio at home. No, it's, it's an actually, it's, it's a double-edged sword. I know, I know. But, but, <laughs> In the grand scheme of things, it's really nice. It right. really is really nice. I don't have to pack up and get in my car and drive somewhere and open up and start all this and then close down when I have to go run an errand or something like that. I just shut my door and then I right. leave. Anyway, um, but what I do is I I have a, an ability to look at this is my my this is my job, right? Right. So I don't like, well, I slept in until noon and then I'll work for a few hours. I mean, I get up 6 30 in the morning. And I get myself going and I start my day and I work do you know, and I do the stuff that I need to do during the course of the day, but I work until it gets dark or the shadows in my studio start getting weird. I don't take advantage of it. I really look at this as like anybody else that's getting up and going to a nine to five. Right. Right. Even though I'm not necessarily nine to five, I kind of keep myself structured that way. Um, The difference between it and you'll know other artists will relate to this is, I mean, what, Monday, Wednesday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, they're all the same. I mean, I'm in my studio to a greater or lesser extent on a daily basis, right? Right. So um, that's kind of that's kind of helped me about doing that. And even if I'm not all creative or inspired, I'll go in there and and I'll clean up and I'll stay in the in my environment and I'll just kind of look around at stuff. And then sometimes I get sick of it. And it's people like this, and I just shut the effing door and I go do something else, you know, I'm to the truth, you know, yeah. so I, 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 it's, it's been interesting. Um, but on the whole, on the whole, do you have another question for me or should I continue? You can keep going. I mean, oh. I have questions, but you can yeah. talk, but on a whole, um, I think one of the things that's really in this, that's helped me out a great deal in this is in this coronavirus 19 thingy is, um, 
is acceptance. I mean, I've really had to accept that what's going on. And that's a thing. That's a component that I think a lot of people norm. When I'm referring to normies, you know what I'm referring to, right? You know, oh, I mean, I think so. Not, I mean, you want to talk about that? Go yeah, ahead. we want to talk Let's about Let's go into that. that. Are well, you talking about non-alcoholics? Yeah, non-alcoholics. <laughs> so, so um, you know, I'm, I'm really grateful. And, you know, the people that are close to me, and I don't, <clears throat> you know me, I've known you for a long time. You know my history. You know what I yeah. do on a daily basis. And, and um, I'm just really grateful that I'm in recovery. And for those who don't know, I'm a recovering alcoholic. I've been, so, I just celebrated five years on the 9th of January. Woo-woo. Happy birthday to Thank you. you so much. Um, yeah, but it's not my first go around, Carrie. You know that. I've been, I know. I've, I've been going back and forth with my alcohol problem for many, many years. And then, you know, five, a little over five years ago, I decided that I, I just needed a different way to live. And, you know, um, I, Alcoholics Anonymous was, um, I mean, I knew all about it. I've been around the program before. I just never applied it or did the work. Um, and I jumped in and I, I'm absolutely grateful that I, I you know, I, it's not only, okay. I used to think that I went to Alcoholics Anonymous so I could stop drinking. Well, the problem, the thing was I could always stop drinking. I could just never stay stopped. Right. And, 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 and a lot of people, you know, I, I wasn't out there ripping and running. I wasn't out at the bars. I didn't go in and out of jail. I didn't crash cars, get DUIs, have CPS come and take my kids. I was just kind of a, this low key by myself in the dark type of anesthetize your feelings get rid of all the things you hate about yourself, you know, the self-debasing, the self-marginalization, the self-loathing, all this stuff I've suffered from. It's really interesting. It's interesting. I, I think about artists throughout time. There's a lot of people that had addiction issues throughout time. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to go through names, but how <clears throat> it, it's so, it's almost like it's a parallel tonight i know artists that are non-addictive people that have the same issues and challenges that i oh have. sure right i just found oh i don't like that about myself i'll have a drink you know I'll, i don't right. like how i feel i'll have a drink well but what it's like today is is i take the program of alcoholics anonymous that i absolutely cherish um one of the things i do you guys is is i go to an a meeting just about on a daily basis and the thing about it is I tell people that I work with and some cats that I sponsor and stuff. I'm like, I don't go to meetings because I'm white knuckling a drink. I haven't had the, I haven't had the desire to pick up a drink in five years. Right. But I go so I can deal with pandemic. I go so I can deal with my mom in a care facility. I go so I can be a better person and I can live life and I can show up and I can do podcasts with Care Bullock. When I say, I'm gonna, when I say I'm going to do a podcast right. or a bullet, right. you know, it's a, it's a big component of my life. And, and, you know, I'm a big, you know, being of service is a really huge thing for me to give back. I mean, I really feel like I was on a trajectory Kara, to drink myself to death. I truly mm-hmm. believe that I would have drank myself to death. I'm so glad you did not do right? that because right? we need Robert Kelly in this world. Right. Uh, yeah, yeah. See, that's the thing. Back in the day, I'm starting to realize that now it's like, why would anybody need Robert Kelly in this world? You know, just, oh, are you kidding? But that's kind of the mentality. You know, it's the mentality that I'm not saying that drives an alcoholic, but that debasing type of person. It's like, right. why? why? Um, but anyway, um, yeah, it's like, I, I love being able to give it back. And I found the other day, it was really kind of cool. I was at um, 
a fellowship that I go to on a regular basis and they do their little, their monthly birthday celebrations. So people who got sober that month go in there and they get their time chip. Right. Right. So, um, my sponsor happened to be in town because he works out of town. He happened to be in town. So he's like, Hey, I'll be at that meeting. I said, okay, can you give me my chip? He's like, yeah. And he's really super proud of me, not only as in recovery, but what I do as an artist. And, and what I do, you guys is, um, as far as the art, my art thing goes, I'm kind of a fly under the radar type of a guy. I don't, I don't mix it into my, my, uh, my recovery, I, when I go into meetings, I don't talk about what I do. I think it's, I'm there to talk about recovery, not about my art. But a lot of people through social media and stuff like that know what I do. And my sponsor is a real big proponent of my artwork. So, you know, he kind of said when he gave me my chip and you stand up in front of the room and you say your little spiel, right? And, and he, he's always, you know, you, for you people don't know that, you know, Rob's a really accomplished artist and yada, yada, yada. And he said it, it, it allows him to be of service. And, and that's, the, that's the piece right there, Kara, that is my takeaway. Right. So Absolutely. I look, I look at helping people in recovery as service, giving back what was freely <laughs> given to me. I love doing that. And then I start looking at my art career as being of service. Uh, yes. You know, I, I don't. I just love sharing what I have with other people and watch other people get it. Kind of like I got these cats that come into Alcoholics Anonymous and they are just, they're just tore up. Right. And, you, and they get a little help and they get it and they get, start to get well. And it's exciting for, for a drunk like me. Right. And then you watch people grab my video and start watching the video and, and start, and, and start to get it. Right. And it's, it's amazing to watch it. It's just, it's almost the same type of feeling that I am contributing to help somebody better themselves or take themselves to another place where they want to go, you know? Right. So it's really quite amazing um, that they're, uh, it's really weird. I mean, being a person in recovery um, is awesome for an artist because I learned how to deal with stuff primarily myself, but at the same time, I mean, it's so challenging to have that alcoholic mindset and be an artist because I'm so, it's so ready. Because, you know, Carrie, you know, like I was telling you before, you know, I'm, 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 I've been sober for a long time, but I still have alcoholism. I still have, right. I still have that thinking. It's, it centers in your brain. So the minute I tear up a drawing, like we talked about, throw it in the garbage can and be a little bitch and, and act and act a certain way, there's my alcoholism going, oh, I have an opportunity to maybe exploit his defects or exploit his character weaknesses to try to get back in. Because, you know, my, my alcoholism ang- my alcoholism gets up in the morning with me and says, hey, you got to go do that podcast, man. Maybe you're going to sound stupid. Maybe oh, people aren't going to like you. It, it's yeah. Smart. I mean, that's is, a that, is that a little bit too like the imposter syndrome? You know, you don't deserve this. You don't, you know, you're not good enough. I mean, that's, you know, all, I think so many artists, we all struggle with that. Like, why am I doing this? I, I, yeah, do I, have, I even need to paint anymore? I mean, I do that all the time. Would anybody care if I never painted again? Would I care? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that, I did that the other day and I stood in my studio. Maybe that day I threw that drawing out and I'm like, what's the fucking point? Sorry. Sorry. That's okay. You can say that. You can just be yourself. Yeah. 
I'm like, what's the fucking point of this shit? I don't, I mean, I was really in a, I mean, what I, my people in AA, we would refer to that as I was suffering from untreated alcoholism at the time. Cause I was just thinking about me. Right. Right. I just, I just alluded to a little bit ago in our share that a being of service doing this for other people, but then right. I see my studio going, what's the point? Say, I'm thinking about me. I'm not thinking about what my art can potentially do to help another human being. So right. I get myself back to that center of me being yeah. of service and helping another being, whether it's through instruction or it's through, you know, people who consume my art or buy my art because it's inspirational or motivational or wh- whatever the case may be. That's why I do it. You right. know, that's, that's why I do it. But I have to keep reminding myself because as human beings, I think we just go dark. It's, we just can go dark, especially right now in this funky ass world. People can go dark really quick. Oh, on the flip of a switch. I mean, it can, you know, I I think we were talking yesterday on the phone. I don't know if it was you and I talking or if I was talking to somebody else, but, um, you know, people are extra sensitive right now mm-hmm. and easily triggered. Oh, I think maybe I was talking to Charlotte's teacher because we were just talking about something that happened and, you know, she was triggered and, um, and it's just so easy to do right now. And I think that we all have to be, well, A, I'm, I'm learning that I just have to roll with it. I just have to roll with life right now. I don't know what every day is going to look like. You know, I'm a kind of a control freak and uh, this has kind of told me to uh, helped me to just kind of be a little bit more flexible and roll with life. Um, But also to just kind of be sensitive and think about, you know, if somebody's sending me an email, that's rude or, if somebody snaps at me or I don't, whatever, you know, like life is not easy for a lot of people right. already. And then to throw this on top of life. I mean, you know, life has got to be so hard. People are losing businesses I and mean, there's just so many, you know, people are losing loved ones. Right. Um, people are stuck at home. They're just life is not how we're used to it. So, you know, I'm, I'm just trying to be like flexible, understanding, and just sensitive to to people. Yeah, right what, now. It, what uh, I, I kind of you know you know enough. You and I talk enough about this and spend enough time together. It's like I really try to not just um, talk my program, but I live my program. And and one of right. the things the program asked me is you know love and tolerance is our code. A- has that ever been any more truer than or right right now? now? Right now, no, right. So when I when I throw drawings away and I, and have a little, little fit in my studio, what's the point? See, I'm thinking about myself again, right? Selfish and self-centered. Now it's the root of my problems. Right. And then, so was I go through my life and I, like you, I mean, people piss me off. They irritate me. I shake my head. I look at Facebook. I look at, I, I'm just like, ah, I'm just ready to just to, you know, stand up on my throne of judgment and judge everybody. Cause I mean, it's this weird place. And I realize I stop and I'm thinking, I wonder what it's like to be them. I wonder what they're going through. Right. The minute I can say, dang, dude, I wonder what they're going through. What they're, what I know how shitty I feel on a given moment, but I don't know how their life looks to them. Right. So I try to be, um, I don't try to project, but I try to be compassionate through that way. I don't know what people are going through. And and that's the tolerance part. That's the love part. That's looking at from a different perspective, you know? 
And if I don't know, Kara, if I'd really able to be able to do this if I hadn't, you know, joined Alcoholics Anonymous and become a member and started to not only just stop drinking, but living this and understanding this. Right. And your your art career, I mean, that started simultaneously, pretty well, much. You right? know what? Had you already been arting or or Okay, so I'll give you a brief for for people who don't know this component. You know this, Kara, but um, you know, art's been a con was my kind of my jam my whole life. Me as a kid, and I had you know aspirations of doing this and doing that. And you know, I got out of high school and went to JC and studied a little bit of graphics. Then I went to a university as a graphic design major. <clears throat> Left the university, uh, went to Academy of Art in San Francisco, illustration major. Go through the program, get out. And I was just, you know, I was in my mid-20s by the time I got out and I was going to be a freelance illustrator. And then, you know, then, you know, life kind of took over and I did normal, quote unquote, normal life. I got married and I bought a house and I had a good job, non-art related, and then had a kid and all the things I was supposed to do. So right. I, just, I just abandoned my art career, just abandoned it. But in retrospect, I look back at it. You know why I abandoned it, Kara? Because I didn't think I could do it. And I didn't think I was good enough. Mm. That was the reason. If I go back in all honesty and try to blame it on getting married or doing this stuff or that sort of, no, no, I didn't think I was good enough. I can go back in retrospect. I was pretty decent when I was in college and I thought I sucked. Hmm. So all my life, it's like, it was easier to blame the life that I created is like right. what I'm supposed to do other than let's, let's face facts, Robert. You had no right. confidence. Well, as I go through my life, I kind of always dabbled with stuff and I enjoyed doing it. And I was one day, one day, one day, all this bullshit, right? Well, you know, then I was in, into my alcoholism and then I got divorced and then I, then I stopped drinking for a while. And um, then another relationship broke up and then I, life kind of fell apart and I got back into my drinking. And then at some point, I wasn't like a fall down living in the gutter type drunk. I mean, you know, I just did a lot of drinking in the dark by myself. And, um, and I'm like, you know what? I'm really at a crossroad in my life. My life is a mess. Um, what do I need to do? What do I want to do? And I'm like, well, you always that back of my mind. You always got that art thing, you know, cause it's always yapping at me the whole life. <laughs> it never stopped. It's like, Hey, dude, that voice. Better, I know. Yeah. Right. You better check yeah, it out. You better check I know the out. voice. So, I hadn't really, I hadn't really given myself to the program of Alcoholics Anonymous, but I was drinking, not drinking, drinking, not drinking, doing on self-will, right? And I got into my, I started doing my art. I'm like, okay, I really feel like I want to do this. And, and I'm like, okay, if I, if I do this, I have, I would need to jump all the way in because if, right. me, if, if, if I just, uh, all I'm, or nothing, all or nothing, because I knew I wouldn't do it. I would just, right. I would fuck around with it and I dilly dally. I wouldn't do it. It's like, okay, sink or swim. If you don't make it, then at least you can put it to rest. Right. Maybe you that know? voice will stop. Exactly. <laughs> and um, so I kind of jumped in, but I wasn't, but at the time I really wasn't done with my drinking. And so that made it a little bit challenging. I kind of got by, <laughs> but it made it challenging. And then, and then, you know, it went on for a year or two that I drank a little bit and worked a little bit. They don't go really well together. Based on my experience, they don't go well. You know, I can go back. What's really interesting is I was going back on my camera roll on my phone. I mean, it's years old, right? Right. And I can 
fucking tell. Oh, you drink between you. You were drinking between these set of pictures and these set of pictures. Really? Like, oh, yeah, I know. Wow. The feeling came over me. I remember drinking, getting sober again. Like, oh god, I better get back into my studio and do some work. I could see that. It was really. It was really. It was a good thing because I remember. Yeah. I don't ever want to re- forget. You want to go through that again? Yeah, I don't want to. Yeah. But anyway. Can you hear Billy crying? Is he one in? You lock her up? She, I put the, the two loud snoring dogs back in the bed with Jeff because he's sleeping. and But Billy, she'll play around. So she's out here, but the girls are both in their room because I'm doing this with you. <laughs> so she's like, where is everyone? Dude, so she's last, crying. Can you hear her? Yeah, she's 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 yipping. Dylan, Dylan comes over. Um, she had a meeting in Stockton. This morning. So she came from the Bay Area last night. She did her stuff. And then she runs in the house, drops her stuff off, drops her dog off, and then takes off. But then comes back and she had dinner at my house with the the other other kids. Yeah. And Carson and Ron were there too. And oh, but her dog, because that cat, my mom's cat. Oh, I forgot about the cat. Yes. So the dog, the little dog. Playing cat and cat and. Dog oh chase. God. All night, the dog, the cats would creep out and the dog would be barking. I'm like, God, <laughs> shut your dog up, dude. <laughs> Crazy. Anyway, oh. um, back to my. Sorry about that. No, you're fine. It's all good. My lustrous drinking career in my art career. Um, yeah. So things really, really changed when I committed myself to recovery. It, it mean, I mean, I could have not have planned it. Um, anybody. You know, you can plan, make all the plans you want. You just can't plan the outcome, right? That's very true. Right? And yeah. And, and if for me, it's like, if, if I can share with people, like people, artists, you know, you know, make a plan, but let go, let go of that outcome because whatever you plan, whatever you're thinking, there's way better stuff out there that you can even believe. Mm. That's what I think. Yeah. If, if I sat here like, oh, this is what I want to do. I'm going to meet some cool chick named Kara Bullock and Bob. I would have never figured that <laughs> shit out. Aww. I would have never figured that out. You know, yeah, I, me neither. Right. So yeah. I'm, I know I'm kind of digressing back and forth, but um, so I, I surrendered to my alcoholism. I said, I'm going to do the deal. I'll do whatever it takes. I will commit. I'll make Alcoholics Anonymous my recovery, my number one priority in my life. Today I'm sitting here. I get out of bed. I'm, I recognize I'm an alcoholic and I need, what do I need to do today to stay sober one more day? And it's simple. It's not hard. Right. It's so simple. All I need to do is say, my number one priority is to stay sober. Then everything else falls into place. Right. Everything else falls into place. So anyway, I'll save you guys all the, the gory details and the ugliness <laughs> of it. Cause I got plenty of those, but anyway, so I did that and it seemed like, my art career just started to, to take off from there. You know, I, um, you know, I started getting into social media. Right. And, um, and then people were starting to see my work and, and somebody saw my work that mentioned that suggested me to you. Cause you didn't know me. Right. And I mean, you guys, I just wanted to draw and paint cool stuff. That's all I wanted to do. I never thought about podcasts. I never thought about videos. <laughs> I never thought about anything. Right. Nothing. I just wanted to. So that's what I'm saying is make your plan, but let go of the outcome because there's much, there's some really great stuff in store for you. If 
you stay true to yourself and authentic. Right. To yourself. And or I mean, even, you know, if maybe you weren't thinking about those things, but maybe somebody is saying like, oh, I'd really like to teach a class one day, or I'd like to create an online class, or I want to be in a gallery, or I want to get in artist collectors magazine, or you know what I mean? Whatever, sure, whatever sure, your absolutely. dream is, yeah. like it's, to- I pl- think it's absolutely possible. Absolutely. You put that, you know, create your vision board or put that dream up or write it down, you know, and start putting together. I just put actually I'll I'll advertise this here, but um, and it's on my website, but I have a, a whole PDF that it's all about, you know, what what are your goals? Like three goals. And maybe it has to do with art or It could be anything in your life, but then to reach like these main goals, you have to have other little goals that you have to accomplish. You have to have a plan to reach that, you know? And so anyways, you know, without a plan, not much is going to happen. You have to, I'm reading this amazing book by Donald Miller. It's called business made simple. And this, I love Donald Miller. I mean, I am a huge fan. He's helped me with my business a lot. And um, I'm reading about character right now. And it says, says in here, setting goals doesn't make you successful, but taking action does, right? So it's like what you're saying, you know, you can have a plan, but if you don't do anything about it, nothing's going to happen. You have to take action. No. And, and, you know, and not to to harp on my program, but, you know, (laughs) everything is about you know, recovery is about taking the action, doing right. the next right thing, taking the steps. You know, all action is born in thought. Um, there's to have a plan and just to sit there and hopefully that it manifests itself. It's not going to happen. Right. For for me, <clears throat> you make a plan. You got an idea. Sometimes I don't know exactly what the right, correct action is. But right. for me, it's like I like okay. Just go be of service. And again, right. that's a broad stroke, be of service. Well, but, but but it's a broad stroke. What does that mean, Rob? Well, right. theoretically, Karen and I are kind of being of service right now, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, if, definitely. If show up and be of service. So if right. you look at that service component, love and tolerance is being of service, right? Right. All these things are being of service. And then, you know, and then the, the, the path will open up. It does for me. Um, and as far as, you know, it's really interesting. Uh, as as far as an artist, I, I mean, all these things that you'd mentioned about, you know, what people could potentially want to do. Um, I, I never, I really hadn't put a lot of thought into them. But one thing I do think about when I talk to people that are becoming, it is, I mean, I was, I, you know, Karen, I'm pretty, I'm, I'm pretty hard on myself, but not in a bad way. I'm, I'm a freaking drunk, dude. And I'm, I'm making a living and doing this deal, right? As an artist, right? you know, I know that's some people like Rob, don't refer to yourself as that, but I, you know what I'm saying? It, so it's doable. Of course, yeah. you have to possess a certain skill set, right? Right. And then for me, I truly believe, Kara, is I just get up, prepare to do it another day, be of service and and, 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 and whether I feel like doing or not, I still do it. Right. Right. And I just continue to, to take the, the course of action. You know, a lot of times I don't know what to do. There you this, go. this book also says that you don't always feel like doing what you have to do to be yeah. successful, but if you don't do it, 
you're not going to be successful. So you have to take action. You You have to, you got to get up and you got to do it. Yeah. So let's talk about a lot of people We'll say, well, what's that action look like? I don't feel Oh, like, yeah. You know, Talk about some, because I know you've been struggling with inspiration and motivation a lot yeah. lately. And so yeah. you've been doing something that's just for you that's really been working for you. So, yeah, yeah. talk about that. Yeah. So the whole component of inspiration and, and, and motivation and stuff, it seems like it'd be a, like a hot button topic right now for artists. You know, I'm getting right. a lot of it. From, Absolutely. I'm, re- I'm reading a lot of it on social media. I'm getting a lot of uh, private messages, people like, Hey dude, what's up? You know, can I'm going through this or even the people that I roll with on a local basis. Right. Right. And I, I, um, what, what really, I listen to, um, I listen to some people like not podcasts, but like YouTube clips. And I listen to Jeremy Mann, who is, um, he was like, don't wait to be inspired. You know, don't, don't wait to be inspired. Cause it's never going to happen. You know how the Jeremy man talks and he made a suggestion of, to me, I'm, I'm trying, I'm, I want to give him credit for this. Not me. Cause I didn't have some, just epiphany that I'm going to start doing this. He said, you know, just draw in your, in your sketchbook and you know, don't show it to anybody. It's just for you. Right. So I took that whole, that whole concept to heart. And what I started doing is, is, um, is at night when I'm all done working in my studio and I'll, I, one thing I do do is I want to hit on for people is um, I'm a TV watcher. No, right. like, me too. 24 seven. And, and it's really weird because I'm always looking at TV because the cinematography is so awesome. There's so many good, there she is. Which one is that? Is that Billy? Billy. She finally Billy who doesn't want to be alone. I'm going to hold her now. There's um, oh yesterday. So I'm in my studio <clears throat> and Dylan's little ratty ass dog comes out there and and she was just running amok. And I, I'm, I'm holding this dog. It's a little dog about this big here. It's a little junkyard dog, right? <laughs> I, I'm actually drawing, holding this friggin' little dog under my arm. I'm like, that's the lamest thing that I think I've ever done. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyway um, so yeah, I, inspiration. I, I, staying of action. So if I do, if I'm uninspired, I do nothing. It just keeps me in that constant state of being uninspired and unproductive. Absolutely. Right. I mean, it's like you have to get in the habit of doing it. Doing something. You know, yeah. what does that say? A, a body in motion stays at motion. A body at rest stays at rest. Yes. So I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a sketchbook guy, but not on a religious basis or anything like that. So I'm like, okay, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to make a commitment to draw in my, <clears throat> into my, um, my sketchbook every night when I'm sitting here watching TV. So... I started doing that, working through not just drawing really slick pictures that I can post on Instagram. It was a mess. It's random drawings of random stuff, anything that comes to my mind, watching a TV show, pausing it. Like, I like that scene, drawing the scene. Oh, that's fun. So, um, fun, enlightening. I don't know, but it's cathartic. Hmm. Cause I felt like I was doing something different. Right. One thing too, Karen, the back of my mind is I didn't have to show anybody. Yes. You know, not like I'm embarrassed at my work, but it's like that free, that was enough little piece of freedom that I could, like, I really don't know. People think I know everything. I don't, I know little, you know, <laughs> I'm always trying to figure something out. Right. So I, I can figure it out on my moleskin. 
and not have to worry about showing anybody and like, oh, this is a, oh, this is such a great note. No, no, I don't. I don't. Right. No, it's not for consumption any longer. It used to be, but not any longer. Um, so in doing that, I would get, I'd find myself at night, whether I had a good day or bad day in my studio, I found myself one, staying, following the commitment. Two, figuring out, having these little small aha moments. Like you've been working on that for years and all of a sudden you just figured it out. Mm. So I was able to take that into my studio the next day. So this is, that's been a big thing for me. Another thing that I do, and you and I know this, because you will always be like asking me a question, like that's a really slick drawing, Robert. Is it on newsprint? Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for some reason, I I can get, I can break through my creative. I, hey, I love, I love drawing on newsprint. I mean, I don't, I don't know what it is, man. I don't know what it's it not is. precious. Maybe that's why I don't know. You don't have to worry about it. But you know, it's like, look, look someone asked me like, what is the pad of Strathmore 400? I'm like, I don't know. It's like 24 bucks. That ain't that precious either. That's true. It's mental, mm. mental. You know, I go back to my days in art school. I newsprint, 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 studio, studio drawing. I got so comfortable with it. Yeah. That when I'm trying to break through, boom, out comes a newsprint pad. And you, you know, you got to do what works for you, not what everybody wants you to do. And I, that's something else I wrote about recently. But, you know, it's so easy to do what you think everybody wants you to do. It's actually not easy. It's really hard to do it. Everybody, what you think everybody wants you to do. It's not fun. Yeah. That's a trap. It's, it is a trap, but we all get ourselves in that trap. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And then it's a trap that takes you nowhere. It's the trap that, you know, Oh, you've got to post this on social media and see how many likes you get. And, you know, Oh, I'm going to, so-and-so is doing that. Oh, I'm going to do that because they got so many likes and, ah, oh, it's like, that in itself, all of what you just said is a big, huge component. Social media. Oh, gosh. Trying to cater. Artists is like, I'll talk to people like, well, I don't know what I should paint next. What do people want? And I'm like, uh-oh, that's a problem. Yes. Yours truly falls into that trap as well. well. I think we all do. Okay. And I fall into that trap when I'm not in a good headspace, when I'm yes. not in a good, when I'm not inspired, I'm emotional, I'm just nutty, I'm whatever. Right. I start, yeah. okay, what am I supposed to be doing? What am I supposed to be doing? What is the social media going to approve of? Right. What is going to quote unquote sell? What's going to sell? Right. That is a recipe for disaster. It absolutely is. Right. That's when I make my worst work. And I'm unhappy. So right? unhappy. You so know, I'm happy. I've done, you know, when I did those, um, I wasn't in a really great, the greatest place when I did all those, that cigar series for the cigar bar. I thought those were amazing. Okay. Thank you. But I was, there was a client and they wanted this and da, da, da. I'm trying to make them happy. It was just work. Right. It was just work. There was no uh, excitement and can't, it was just work. I mean, I can do the work. But the piece that I like is being out there and just being super excited and just into a project and feeling the flow and feeling the vibe and learning something. That was just work. I hate commissions for that reason. I, I, I don't do them. But I, I mean, you're, you're so good at them. You can yeah. do it. I just, my time, well, I mean, I'm running this business. So like my time is less, I have less time to create. So 
because of that, I choose what I'm going to create. And it's not going to be something for anybody but me. Yeah. You know? That, and, and that's that's the thing. Um, I'll, I'll go back to that is, is I stop. And I, I, I'm guilty at times of, of trying to think about what the world wants. But I'm like, well, no, we that, all are. That's you know, a little bit, not a lot. But I'm like, I, I mean, people... I do some chronic, not some, not weird stuff, but my stuff is sometimes gets a little bit out of the box and, and it's like, it excites me. That's, that's okay. That's fun. Makes um, you different. But I don't every, okay. It's a big world. Millions and billions of people, millions of people, right? Somebody's going to love your work. That's somebody, so true. Yeah. Somebody, you don't, somebody's going to hate it. That's all right. good. No, I, I don't mind people hating on my work. Um, but I just do like, well, that sounds like a pretty cool concept. Instead of saying, I wonder if people are going to like it. I right. wonder if someone's going to buy it. I don't care anymore. I just do it because I, there's a part of me saying, if you don't do that, you're just back to subscribing to an old behavior, an old way of thinking. Now, to thine own self be true, do what you feel like doing. You know? Right. And it's really, it's really interesting. More times than not, it gets, it gets more of a positive response than the piece that I kind of thought through, like, oh, this is going to be really cool. People are going to dig this. And it's kind of just like flat lines, right? And this piece that I'm just like, I just feel like doing this, whatever it's Katie bar the door, however it turns out, is what people really gravitate to. Because I do believe right. they're gravitating to a little bit of the, my personality. Maybe it's coming through. Yeah. You know, and one thing I get accused of, Karen, you know this. I mean, people think see my artwork and they think I am I have some like severe mental issues and some Oh, I'm art. sure with your sayings. Are you or, talking about yeah. your sayings? Everything, everything <laughs> people about are it. like this guy's a nut. Yeah. But you know, and then people will meet me like, uh, you're completely not like your artwork. I'm like, no, it's just but there's a part of me, and this is not it's not staged, it's not rehearsed, it's just me. It's, it's funny. Just, I love it's it. Fun. It's fun, you know. I don't ever like to be too overt with anything, um, but you know, as artists, just, it, um, my biggest piece of advice is just do what you want to do. If yeah. you if you want to do what everybody else is doing right now, knock yourself out. But if you want to do something that you think I don't know if people what people ever think, don't. That's the piece you need to do. Absolutely, that's what you need to do. Yes, that's the piece you need to do. The minute you start saying, I wonder what people like, or should I be doing that? Just get rid of that and go back to what you totally. I look back at like some of my earlier work a few years ago, paintings, they'll pop up on Facebook or whatever. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I was totally trying to be like so-and-so or, you know what I mean? Right. And it just was not me at all. It's just so bizarre. Yeah. Another trap I fall into guys is, um, is I look at a lot of artwork. I study a lot of other artists, whether they're, you know, they're contemporary working artists. And if you delve too much into their style and their technique and how they've handled stuff, subconsciously you might find yourself trying to um, emulate that. Yeah. And that itself becomes a trap. So, you know, if I'm going from looking at this person to looking at this person, my mind gets cluttered with all this stuff. And then at some point I forget just to be me, like you yeah. were talking about. You know, right. Don't try to be, you know, glean the information, study, right. get inspired by whatever you want to call it, but don't go and say, I need to make that edge transition just like <laughs> so-and-so, right? Right. Or I need to do that because so-and-so trap, trap, trap. 
You know, I'm not as good as so-and-so, or I don't handle those edge transitions like so-and-so does, right? And you know who all my so-and-so people are too. Um, I know who they all are. <laughs> right? You do. Um, so, you know, be me and just keep learning and keep, you know, work it out on your newsprint, work it out in your sketchbook or whatever, you know? Um, it's like, again, there's a big old world out there. And it's, it, for me, it's just like you and I talked, you gotta get in and do it. Do another right. one. It sucks. You know, okay, do another one. Well, right. now let's do another one. You know, it will happen. I hate being an artist some days. Some days <laughs> I hate being an artist. I'm like, uh, but then some days I'm just like, oh my God, I'm so grateful that I get to do this. Right. Oh, it's totally that I get to do this. Oh yeah. So and those the good thing about that care is those days, my life is weighted to those days more so than the days of like I hate being an artist is hard because you, it's raw. You lay yourself out there. You, here I am. Seriously. Judge me. Yeah. It's know? like you're walking around naked in front of everybody. Exactly. All the time. Exactly. <laughs> judge, and judge me. I know. You know right. Yeah. And, 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 but what I've done is, you know, my skin's gotten a lot thicker. Oh, being an artist. You have you know, to, you, you have, have to. to. Yeah. And you have to, if you can't make it if you don't have a thick skin, but it's okay to like cry and like get down on, you know, it's okay if your skin isn't always thick. No, no. And not. that's why you have people like, well, I have you like, Hey, I'm really ticked off about blah, blah, blah. Right now. I just got this comment or I just got this email or, you know, I mean, you got to have your people that you can go and talk to about sure. it so sure. that, you know, you lift me back up, screw that person. Look yeah. what you did. Or, you know, and, you got to have your cheerleaders in your life. You got to have your peeps that are yeah. going to be there to, to, to help keep your skin thick. And yeah, it's like like-minded people, right? Right. So when I've been talking about a, a program, um, something related to my alcoholism, I talked to another alcoholic recovery, right? Alcoholic, right? Like-minded. Yeah. Another artist. I got an art problem. I go to another artist. Right. Whether it's emotional or technical. If I go to a normie, I mean, outside of, I mean, they're going to be like, everybody like, wow, that's wonderful. It's so good. And it's like, I love, you go in my comments on my stuff and somebody says something else, a little bit apathetic or a little bit derogatory. I want to know. That's what I want to know. I'm not, I'm not like, oh my gosh. I'm like, Ooh, you thought it sucked. Why? Tell right. me why it's, I mean, to get a, to get a smiley face or hands clapping or brilliant or whatever. I mean, yeah, I mean, that's, that's wonderful. But tell me why you think it sucked. You know, right. that's I want to know. But here's the interesting thing about it, people, is <clears throat> whether it's good or bad, okay, you got somebody's attention. You know, I know there's a lot of trolls out there that just like that it, is so true. Right? You know, apathy kills. Yep. You know, if you've gone into a gallery and like, oh yeah, this works okay, let's go. Where are we gonna go to lunch? Right. <laughs> But it's like you stood there, I'm like, oh my God, that piece is so disgusting. It's awful, awful. Well, they got your attention, right? <laughs> yes. And that's the thing, you know? That's but, what art's supposed to do. Exactly. You're not supposed um, to like it all. No, heck no. It's supposed no. to get a reaction, a yeah. feeling. You know, I can oh, go. Oh, man. I mean, on Facebook, you know, I've got my artist community. And I mean, some people get triggered by some paintings and, and they want them removed from the group or, you know, and it's like, really? Art, art is supposed to. You're supposed to get a reaction from people. That's what we want, whether it's a feeling of love or hate or anger or happy. I mean, it's whatever that artist, 
I don't know, you know, it, yeah, I, I, I and so that. if there's something that you don't like, you know, I just ask that you scroll past it unless, you know, it's, yeah. I mean, there's certain things that maybe shouldn't be in there, but I, I think some artists, um, <clears throat> I think an artist, we have this, we have an ability, we have an ability to create a visual and, and to tell a story or a narrative. Right. And I think sometimes some artists are a little bit too overt. I mean, I hide stuff, not, I don't hide like little drawings in there or anything, but my, my narrative is kind of hidden in my work. Right. Right. It's not like, here's the story, you know, I'm going to show it to you and I'm going to show this guy that this particular guy that we don't like with, you know, doing something dumb. And that's like, well, there's the person we don't like doing something dumb. It's, I mean, it's like spelled out for them. And I think of artists as like, why do I need to spell something out? Right. And I won't. Right. You know, it's a, it's, it's about um, putting, I mean, I don't know that I'm a really opinionated guy as far as my art. I don't think I have an agenda. I think my only agenda with my art is to get people to be, to be moved, you know, to create right. your own narrative. Yeah. You know, if I wanted, you know, if I wanted you to think of a, 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 a flower on a sunny day, I'd paint a flower on a sunny day. Right. <laughs> But right. why not paint something that it makes a person get into their their feelings and say this kind of I know it's not like that, but it reminds me of a uh, a sunny day. Somebody told me the other day about your one of these pieces I had, had done. It, it, it had, had was, they felt like they were in a dream. I didn't think that. Huh? It felt like they were. Well, in and a dream. that's the thing about art. You know what I see or what. I, what, when I look at your piece, it might make me feel a certain way or make me think of something, you know, in particular. And for another person, it's something else. I mean, and that's how it's supposed to be. That's and, the way it should be. Right. And, and for me going in, this is my, my, um, what I'll suggest to artists is I don't go in with an agenda. I don't go with anything. I go and I paint my, how I just paint me. And then my, anything that I can, um, that I can think is I just do it until I think it looks cool. Right. I'm like that looks pretty cool. Then you're done. Then I'm done. You know, I'm, that looks pretty cool. I mean, as long as I'm feeling it, right. I'm not getting all in my feelings. Like, Oh my God, I just felt like I was in this place in this zone in my life right now. I'm like, I don't I'm not that dude. I'm not that guy. I'm like, that looks pretty cool. Okay. Let it go out into the world. Emancipate that fucking thing. Right. So I don't know. I think it's a, uh, did we get way off track or what? I don't know. We're just, we're just mumbling, but. <laughs> dig it though. That's what's, how I talk. What's, uh, what's different? I mean, what's new? That's how, that's kind of how we always talk. You yeah. know, we talk about one thing, it leads into another and another, and another. And before you know it, an hour is up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I think back to that, you know, you know, to thine own self be true. People just do what you want to do. If you want to paint, you know, cats, then Go for it. You know, if right. you want to do that, don't care what oh, people, what do people think? Don't, don't, you're again, stay out of that trap. Yeah. You know, just do what you want to do. And Hey, there's a lot of successful um, artists that paint animals and do an amazing job. Uh, uh, Jen Brandon, Jen, Jen, Jen Brandon, my homie. Good. She's, she's awesome. my homie now too. She's awesome. Um, she is awesome. Jen Gennari. She's yep. Jen Art. She's friggin' amazing. She is amazing. She did a class on painting a Boston Terrier, actually. Yeah. I mean, those gals are, you know. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, 
it's it's amazing. Yeah, do whatever you want to do, whatever inspires you. I mean, right out loud. But you know, don't think anything's too hard. Don't right. think anything's too hard. You know, I'll I'm trying to push myself, as you know, I talked about about incorporating other stuff into my work that maybe I that may be from the onset a little bit more challenging because I gotta figure it out. Right. It's like when I paint an animal, I gotta go back and figure out stuff, you know. I'm not that skilled at painting animals, but. Oh my gosh, you do an amazing job. But you know what I'm saying? I'm, I don't know my way around them. Like I know way, my way, <clears throat> way around a face or something like that. But yeah. Yeah, people just paint, do whatever you want to do, man. Don't. And have something that's just for you. Like yes. that book and like just kind of hold on to that and say, this is me. This is just me. It's like people have, um, what do you call it? diaries, right? Right. Journals. Yeah, it's a journal. You're not going right. to be you're not going to be waving that around like, "Hey, what's up?" Read Everybody my journal. Read my diary. This <laughs> yeah. is what I did thought yesterday. You don't. It's personal. Right. Keep it yourself. Keep that notebook to yourself. That sketchbook. Draw weird stuff. You know? Draw weird weird anything that you can think of. I have like little dumb little thing. I look back I'm like, "Dang, dad, that's a piece of junk, man." But <laughs> but I'm still I'm getting from here. One thing in Alcoholics Anonymous is when you have a bunch of stuff going on here, if you can take it from here. He's, and, he's pointing to his head, by the oh, way. Oh, my head, sorry. <laughs> take it, it from your head. Right. And write it down. Right. Start, start taking the power out of it. So if you're stressed and you're like, oh, my God, COVID, politics, this, write it down. The minute yeah. you start writing it down, it, it starts to temper the, um, the power of it. So I found in my art, if I – my, my head's going all this stuff. I just started drawing stuff. Then all of a sudden it just started flowing. Right. And then I'm like, Oh my gosh, I'm just, here's six pages of my sketchbook in one night. I'm ready to go tomorrow. So for whatever that's worth to people, you know, I, you know, I do not enjoy working in a journal, but, um, I know a lot of people like do. Writing or sketching? Um, sketching. Mm-hmm. I just don't really like it. But I have, I mean, I haven't tried it a whole lot. Um, I definitely see the benefit on it or in it. But uh, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, I'm on the couch with my computer doing stuff that, sure. that because, because with my new schedule, it's like, okay, I get up, get the kids to school. Cause two of mine are actually going to school, come home. I've got my little uh, business class I'm doing. So I'm, you know, watching my video, go through my emails I have my list of things I got to do business. Then my goal is to get to my studio by 10 or 11. So I can paint, paint for a few hours, pick Brady up. Then I got to get kids. My kids are playing sports. So, you know, get them to there, come home, cook dinner. Then it's like, okay, sit down now, go do my tech stuff that I got to do. So I only really have a couple hours each day where I get to um, create, but honestly, that's like enough for me because my business, I'm getting to create for Absolutely. my business, you know, yeah. when I'm collaborating with other people or scouting new artists or, you know, putting together my questions for my podcast to me, that's all creating also. It is. Excuse me. Also. Yeah. Right. It's just it a different Absolutely. form, but I love that right. just as much. You, you have so many directions or paths or outlets you can go to keep your creativity stimulated. Right. Yeah. And for me, not so much. I mean, you've got, you're into your, 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 your videos, your website, all your stuff. Your yeah, school, I, lo- I love working on my website. For those of you that don't know, I do most of my website myself. I mean, I 
just my love it. Yeah, I created Roberts too. I know. And he asked me yesterday, hey, would you do you want to create a website for somebody? I was like, (laughs) I don't have time. No, I love it. I love working on mine. I don't have time to work on somebody else's, you know, but I do have an amazing uh, my friend Brandon Dove and his business Pixel Jar. I'm going to do a little shout out pixeljar.com. They are an incredible team that can create whatever you want. And um, those are my go-to guys. In fact, they're, they're working on a little project for me right now, just because I want to change the color of some things, (laughs) you know, so, um, but yeah, awesome, awesome guys and uh, very professional. I highly recommend. And in fact, they've helped a lot of, of my art friends with their websites too. So little shout out to pixel jar pixel jar yeah Uh, you know whatever whatever gets you back on that creative track and yeah like right now this is what i needed to do um and it's working i love it and it's working so we don't get you back on the thing i mean i mean crying out loud people talk about you know i'm not uninspired well i you can't sit there and watch netflix all day or, you know, do, do whatever. And you have to feed yourself. You have to work through the uh, being uninspired. You know, grab a, I have an anatomy books on my table and I'll just, in my sketchbook, I'll copy my anatomy book. Yeah. Study that, study that. It doesn't matter. It might not be, it's like going to an academic drawing school. There's not a whole bunch of creative flair to that, right. but you're learning the basics. Right, right. You're learning how to model, turn form, all these things. And most importantly, you're taking action. Action. Exactly. <laughs> Underscore, underpin that. Yeah. So, so through that action, the you're, you put your attention and your energy starts to flow out of that. Right. So I'm, I'm drawing in my sketchbook. I'm like, oh, this is really lame. I'm drawing from in my drawing anatomy, but I'm just grumbling to myself, drawing all those stuff. I'm like, Hey, that looks pretty cool. What if you did that? And all of a sudden, boom, it starts. Right. Right. And it starts. You're feeding your inspiration. You have to, but if I never would have picked up and started that, I'd just be like, well, I'm going to watch another TV program and maybe I'll get inspired. That's not going to happen that way. Right. You know, it's not going to happen that at least for this cat. It doesn't happen. Yeah. Right. Got to go through the action. I mean, that's a good topic for this whole podcast is taking that action right whatever it is and when i go into my sketchbook too also i don't have a preconceived idea that this has to be a fucking masterpiece right it's just taking the action and right you get there based on my experience you will get there you know yeah so hey um you've got some something pretty exciting coming up that you're taking action for you have a an auction coming up here pretty soon with Stephanie Gagos, right? That's going to be at the end of February. I'm not crystal clear on the date. We heard and I talked about a couple of things. That's I think it's like the 26th of February. Okay. And can you tell us a little bit about, so it's going to be on Facebook. For those of you that don't know, Stephanie Gagos is an amazing auctioneer, yes. auction host. I don't know if that's how you, what you call it, but... She has a private Facebook group that you can join and she hosts auctions throughout the whole year. Um, summer group auctions, summer solo auctions where you can go and buy the artwork of your favorite artists. And so in February, Stephanie will be hosting um, an auction for Robert Kelly. Yep. And there will be, what What will there be on uh, up for auction? What are some of the well, types anybody, of art? There, I know charcoal, but... Yeah, a lot of charcoal pieces. There'll be some, um, there'll actually be some color pieces in there too. Oh, 
Okay. Um, we're trying to just kind of do a little bit of a mix. Yeah. Of Any of um, your journal pieces? Any journal pages? I, 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 <laughs> I, I don't, I don't, I, you and I might talk about that off the air at some point. Cause I don't know. <laughs> I mean, some of my stuff in my journal page, in my journal, I, I don't ever say anything that I do is good. I don't, but it's some of the stuff like this stuff is kind of, this kind of have a cool look to it. I know as a guy who likes art, that would be you know something that people would like to, to, you know, what would be really cool. And I'm here, I'm cutting you off, but I love when we start bouncing ideas off each other, but I've seen, oh my gosh, I, I can't think off my head who the artist is. And I wish I could, cause I love giving shout outs to all the artists out right. there, but there's an artist and he reproduced his journal. So he made his journal into a book that you can buy. Not Jeremy Mans. It's not Jeremy Mann. There's a a few cats that have done that lately. But it's so cool. I mean, maybe you should look into doing that. Yeah. That could be really awesome. I flip through my journal sometimes or my sketchbook and I'm like, that'd be kind of a cool idea. And and it doesn't matter that there's some funky stuff in there. I mean, that's, I think the thing about artists is, as you know, this Karen and other, we're just regular old people. You know, we're just, this is true. Uh, you know, people will message me and, and, and I'll be brief on this. Will message me and like, I have, I'm sorry to bother you, but I have a quick question. And I'll be like, Hey man, here's my phone number. I'm standing in my studio. Call me. I'm easier. It's easier for me to talk than it is to try to text. And then I'm like, Oh my God, I can't believe that you, you know, I I'm talking, I'm like, I, I, what? You're a star. You are no. a star. But dude, I'm like, I'm just regular guy. Go say that to my kids. My kids will roll their eyes. Right? Yeah. 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 No, I'm just well, gonna... I've, I've had people reach out to me and say, Hey, I'm trying to get a hold of Robert in the group or whatever. I want to ask him blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, message him on Instagram and he'll probably call you. Yeah. And they're like, really? Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. He likes to talk rather than text. So I, it's so much easier, but it is going back to not to digress, but um, this just, it makes us real. Yeah. And I think for well, you are, I mean, we're just, you're just a human being. Yeah. Just, you know, but seeing that stuff in a sketchbook, I mean, scribbles and, uh, and that doesn't look yeah. like crap and you know, that's okay. Right. Absolutely. Okay. I mean, I really know that I can pull something completed piece off. That's relatively decent, right. Right. Yeah. So I don't have to look at my sketchbook and go look at that little wonky drawing. Right. No, that wonky drawing is helping me get to that thing, right? Absolutely. Everything, so. it's it's all important, every single step. Yeah, so anyway. In, oh, so so are you going to have like some, um, like the one you did in your, oh, and Robert also recently did uh, his fourth class for our network. He has, for those of you that don't know, he has four classes on our network. Um, charcoal Portraits 101, which is, uh, you know, getting started with Charcoal Portraits. Right. 201 is getting fancy using some uh, alcohol wash. Yeah. yeah Three that's... is more on figures and design. Right. And the right. fourth one is doing a portrait on gessoed canvas. Yeah. canvas. yeah. So, and um, we have a special code for anybody listening to this podcast. R. Kelly 20, 20% off of any of his classes. Nice. So all you have to do when you're in checkout is put in R. Kelly, and that's K-E-L-L-E-Y 2-0. R-K-E-L-L-E-Y 2-0. Write it down. Get your 20% off. But back to Stephanie's auction. So, yeah, so, um, yeah you know, I did... 
You know, I did some weird stuff like right around Christmas time, just because I was just no. What? <laughs> you know, I did that. I did. I was I'm just kidding. I go to the art store. I'm a big candle guy, and I love the. Where's my candle? I thought I was getting one. Uh, you know, I. Which one do you want? The Santa Claus is gone. Uh, we'll talk later. I'm going to show you what I still have. But okay. anyway, um, so I, I, for the people to know, I like these candles. I burn them in my living room and they have these really raw, nice raw wood lids. So I just like one night I'm sitting there like, I wonder what I could draw on this. They're not very big. So it was actually quite fun. So Stephanie says for the auction, she goes, can you, well, we did one. Did we did a giveaway? Did you ever send it out? Yeah, because I sent the Santa Claus one out. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, we did it for Let's Face It. Yeah, You the- did a giveaway. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so awesome. Yeah, um, which are really quite fun. So we might do stuff like that. I was at the art store and um, the other day, and, and I bought some stupid two-by-two magnets, and I did illustrate. Oh, that'll be cool. Refrigerator-type magnets. Yeah. And, I mean, not that I'm that guy, but I always like just, just to try stuff. So back to Stephanie um, – you know, there's a lot of new stuff on my pages that'll be on that in that show. There'll be some p- older pieces, and there's some pieces that I'm, you know, in this on. Cr- creating now. Yeah, and well, the, th- the thing with auction, I tried to stay away from stuff that was too challenging to ship. You know, I, oh yeah, big canvas, smart. You know, it's 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 so costly to sh- to ship box and stuff like that. If you can take anything off and roll it up, you're a lot better off. So that's true. Yeah, especially I, for shipping. But I have to say that this charcoal piece on canvas that I have. I'm looking at it behind me. It's really awesome. <laughs> I love it. I'm, I'm watching people starting to do that now, right? They're doing amazing. Yeah. It's really a lot of fun. Um, Kara started on Facebook. She started, um, it's, it's Robert Kelly art community, right? Robert Kelly artist community, but that it's for people who are taking your classes. So right. if you are in the class, you get to join the community and see what other people are creating. Yeah. yeah. If they just, awesome. if they, if, if they're more in the class and they just want to see what's going on, they can just go to Kara Bullock art community and see what's going on. Right. There. So that's right. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, it's really, I mean, it's really nice because I see people going, starting from the very first video. In, yeah. In, you know, and, and I'm yeah. like, Wow and progress yeah amazing yeah, it's really it's really and i look back and thinking about the first time we did the video and i was so apprehensive and i didn't know what i was doing and all that stuff neither did i <laughs> yeah, right? but and then i see these cats doing this work and i'm like hey we actually put together a pretty decent product because yeah we did then we hired chad for the the rest other of three but right? yeah right I, that's right because i filmed your first one it was just you and me yeah, yeah. Our boy Chad Sano, yeah, shout out to that fool right shout there. Shout out to Chad Sano, yeah, good guy right there. Sano Productions, he's amazing. I know. I I, I uh, worry about the day I'm going to lose him. Going to have to find somebody else. Too big. Um, yeah, but I I see these guys doing it, Karen. I'm like, wow, these. It, I'm not taking this is not pride of authorship or anything like that, but I'm like, wow, what we put together is really these guys can see the steps and they're going through and they're doing yeah. work and they're excited about moving on to the second one or the fourth one or whatever the case may be. Well, and for those of you that don't know Robert, if you haven't worked with him in person or you haven't taken his online class, he is one of the most generous giving artists I've ever met and an amazing teacher, um, amazing person. 
and makes me cry, (laughs) but you're like so generous with the feedback that you give people and you're, you're kind and you don't, you know, knock anyone down. You just want people to get it. And I I like your approach. And, um, I, I think your classes are, there's so much to take from each one of them. So yeah. I can't wait to have you back in person. I'm hoping this year I'm going to have some workshops. So, dude, I I was just going to hit on that. I am so I think there's there's just a part of me doing workshop. I like I like going places and I know. I just like being around people and that. Me too. Energy, the energy. Is, yeah, uh, I miss that. I'm missing it. I know. You know. I mean, I was really like, oh, I'm going to close my studio. I'm building a, a you know studio on our house. We're building a second story. I'm going to close down my studio and. But I think it was just the COVID funk. I mean, I'm still building my studio at home. I'm going to have that studio. But I think I'm going to keep the studio open too because it's just part of what I do. You know, like what I do, I feel like is bring people together, whether it's online, through this podcast, in person. I feel like I'm not, I mean, art is my thing, but that's like a side thing. I feel like my real thing is bringing people together. Yeah. And I, I love it. It's it's so wonderful because I think that how through doing workshops, um, of course, meeting you, that, that was one thing, but the, my first workshop was with you, right? Which led me to other ones, which yeah. led me to people that are now extremely good friends of mine. Right. Like I know. It's <laughs> I mean, who could have thought again, five years ago, was I thinking about this stuff? No, I wasn't. But you take the action, you just be of service, do the next right thing. And these things happen. They right. do, they're going to happen organically, whether you want them to or not. That's they're so true. going to happen. But they're not going to happen organically without taking the action. action is important. Whether yeah. you want to do it or not, take the action, whatever that may be. You know, um, I the energy from doing... I mean, I get, I really, I'm, because I'm a, an addict, if you will, I get high off the energy of a workshop. Big time. But you know what? That is a healthy high. Yeah, it's healthy. So. And it's, <laughs> it's, and it's okay. not about me getting my fix. It's I get so excited when I see, I think, you know, the last workshop we did at your studio, it was small. Yeah, right. I love I, the small ones. Yeah. And I watch. I people, love the big ones too. But. Yeah. But I watch people get it and they just. They're just so excited and it's palatable. Yeah. And I love that. It gives me, it makes me remember, this is why you do what you do. It's not yeah. about you, Rob Kelly. It's about these people and giving back. And that's, yeah, that's wonderful. Well, Robert, you are a true man of service and um, the world is lucky to have you. Thanks, Karen. I'm Bob. glad you're here. Yeah, me too. I'm glad. I'm glad. In, in, and likewise, I mean, mm. you and I have become... I mean, in, in how long have we known each other? Four years, four, four, four years. I was trying to think, I think you came to my studio in 2018. Probably. I want to say it was around 2018. So let's say three, four years, three or four years. I think we started communicating in, in 17. When, which, which let's face it. Did you do, which was the first one? 2018. I can't keep up with that stuff. I can't either. I whatever the first 2000, whatever, let's face it, you did first, uh-huh. we became friends the year before that went right. out. So, but, um, well, you know, yeah, we, you I'm and I just, 
you and I just connected and hit it off and become like great friends, right? Yeah. The, the, My kids you know, are always like, is Robert your best friend? <laughs> I'm yeah, like, well, he's yeah. definitely one of my best doing? friends. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, who thought? Not only do you, you we, do we, do we, uh, we go along on our art career, but then personal relationships we make. Yeah. Too. You know, you and I, you and I talk on a great deal. We don't always just talk about art or business. We're just, sometimes we just talking talk about, about life, real life. What's going on. Right. Talk about the ish. It's the ish, right? <laughs> yeah. So it, it's, it's, it's really awesome. I mean, I don't even know how we got onto that, Kara, not that particular subject. How do we say? Well, I was just thanking you for being a oh, yeah. man of service and, you know, for being in the world. We're grateful for you. And I'm thankful that you did this podcast with me today and, and shared a lot of um, personal things with us because I, that's my goal for this is, is to really um, help others to connect with you on a more personal level. Yeah. Because I think artists are already connecting with you on the art level. And so my goal with the podcast is to help humans connect to humans. Yeah. So any of y'all out there <laughs> who now know that I'm a friggin' alcoholic, okay, <laughs> if you don't see me for a little bit, no, I haven't relapsed. If I have some caption under my artwork that has a nod to drinking, no, I haven't relapsed. It's <laughs> just me, right? Some people like- Just you know. being in a dork. Yeah. Some people like, I don't post for a while and they'll be like, uh, is everything okay? I'm like, uh, yeah, I just haven't posted in a while, you know? Right. So, so anyway. it might be you. Well, like if you're not posting, sometimes I'm like, uh oh, he's in a funk. I got to yeah. go check in with him, yeah, which just, maybe you are, but, but yeah. that's that's normal. I mean, sometimes we I all get in our funks. And you know what? Sometimes I don't want to be a slave to social media. And I, I know, like, oh, stop, stop this for a while because yeah. my mindset says I have to create for social media. Nope. You have to create for you. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Well, let's uh, let's sign off. Um, let's just remind everybody real quick. Uh, Robert's got his amazing auction with Stephanie in February. We think it's the 26th, but yeah, he will post about that on Instagram and Facebook and on Facebook. Yep. Um, and he has four amazing classes. You can use R Kelly 20 to get 20% off. That's R K E L L E Y two zero. And Robert, I just uh, want to thank you for being here today. And uh, it's always awesome talking to you. Yes. Um, and I, I hope that I hope I'll see you soon. You will. And I'll talk to you later. And thank you guys, everybody for listening. Um, if I can ever be of service, let me know. Sometimes people ask me questions. I can't get back to them like right out of the gate, but I will circle back to them and get to them eventually. Okay. Sounds good. Bye, hon. I'll talk to you later. Okay. Okay. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.